On this episode of Date with Daniel, lifestyle expert and media personality Jessica Mulrooney gets candid about being a wife, mother, and businesswoman. Moments before she takes the stage to speak at Dutop, a female empowerment panel hosted by Pandora Jewelry. Jessica chats about how she gives back meaningfully and with purpose, and what it means to be a woman today. Jessica. Hi. Hi. I feel like I've known you my entire life because my sister's name's Jessica. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish I was I wish you were my brother. Well, you, you know would what? be a really fun brother. Like you said, this is a family couch. We could also share clothes, which would be cool. Yes. So this is my Shania Twain blazer. You're welcome to borrow it at any I time. I love it. I would just roll it up a little bit, maybe put the collar up. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I mean, you've styled so many important people. But before we get into that. I really want to get into the essence of who you are as a woman. Because yes. we are at the Do Talks by Pandora. Yes. You're here to speak to a bunch of different women, inspire I know, them. No, so exciting. Empower them. So, in your words, the essence of who you are, how would you describe that to me? I My know it's the, the biggest question to start off with. First and foremost, I am a, a wife and a mother uh, to three beautiful children. I value career quite a bit. I, uh, I work um, in PR and marketing, and I do some styling as well. Um, I am very dedicated to my um, charity organization called the Shoebox Project. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of passion projects, uh, specifically encouraging Canadian fashion designers. Um, also, we started a project called the Brain Project, which is an outdoor um, museum uh, that raises funds for Baycrest. Uh, those are really my my legs, yeah. uh, but all, all really, my, my, my nuclear is Ben and the kids. Yeah, but you know, you described, aside from being uh, such a beautiful wife and mother to your kids, you, you've described a lot of give back. Yes. And from my experience, because I've, you know, I've been through so many things, but when somebody describes give back in such a genuine way, they've been through a journey. Yes. You know, what has that journey been for you in, in, in your own comfort zone to discuss? Yeah. What has that journey been for you to lead you to this? Well, point? I do have to say I, le I led a very charmed life. In, yeah. in, 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 and I, I, was, I am very blessed. I had a very loving parents. I went to great schools. Um, I had a great education. I uh, met an amazing husband who was extremely supportive. I have three healthy children. So put all of that together, you feel like you feel like there is a true need to give back, yeah. you know, and if you don't, it's a bit of a self, you need to, you need to, you need it to feel complete. Mm -hmm. And my strength does come from the ability to give back and to do, to do more, uh, within, within our community in Toronto and abroad. Um, and that's why I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so beautiful because a lot of people who've lived a charmed life, for instance, are not always able to see that. So, when do you think in your life you came to that point where you saw that you were in a privileged position and yes. it was actually a position of power to give back to the community? Right. Well, I started, when I moved to Toronto, I didn't know a lot of people. I had, uh, I didn't have a lot of family here. I had Ben, but I didn't have my family. I didn't have a job at the time because I, had, I was carrying twins um, and that felt like enough. That was enough weight on me, no pun intended. You look incredible for carrying twins, by the way. And I dabbled in the charity world. I dabbled um, on different uh, boards and charity committees. And, and as, as, as great work as that was, I kind of felt like I needed to do something on my own, really felt like I needed um, something that I concocted. Yeah. That would Coming leave that would leave a mark. Yeah. That, that would really leave something special. Mm. And that was the genesis of the shoebox project, yeah. which started with very 
small means, you know, we wanted to help one shelter. That was in 2012. And then uh, fast forward to this year, we are in over 240 communities. We're in 10 different countries. This year in Canada alone, we, um, we donated 40,000 gifts. We started an Aboriginal Women's Fund. Um, so we have a lot going on with that. And to say that we, you know, that I built that off, like from the ground up, that's something really unique. I think when you are giving back, you have to find something that you're very passionate about, yeah. something that hits you hard. Because there's so many good ways to give back, and there's so many charitable organizations that do such good things. But unless you feel connected to them, then it won't drive you to really, really help. So you have to find um, you have to find the charity that that you're connected to, mm -hmm. and then you know the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Now, how have you been shaped as a woman through the shoebox project? Because I know personally, it's been very satisfying for you because it's the one thing you can say you did on your own. Yes, exactly. But how have you been shaped as a woman and as a mother and as a daughter and as a friend through this project? Well, I think it's really grounded me. I think the 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 privilege that I get to go to all these shelters and speak to a lot of these women. Um, I think it only makes you stronger and feel how exceptionally lucky I am that, you know, my children are healthy, my husband is healthy, my life, I get to do amazing work, I get to wake up in the morning and I have food and I have shelter. All of these things are things we take for granted yeah. unless we really get in and understand what's happening within our communities because a lot of things are happening that we are so unaware of. Um, so... Getting to know these women has shaped me for the better, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, and hearing their stories, it's only, it only drives me to help more, to do more, to fundraise more, to, 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 uh, to take those extra two hours out of my day. There's not many hours, but <laughs> that I can actually, and it, may, and it drives me, keeps me up at night. So that's, that's, that's really what my passion is. Yeah. So I, I mean... Do more, speak less is really what I hear. Yes. Yeah. I kind of do both, though. I speak a lot, but I'm doing while <laughs> I'm doing speaking. doing just as much. But <laughs> you talk about doing, and we're at do talks. Yes, we're at do talks. Inspiring women. Um, you know, your kids are going to be part of that, the young generation that are growing up with a lot of things happening around them, social media. And, yeah, it's difficult. You know, women's rights are still rights that we're fighting for. Gay rights are still gay rights. Yes. You know, we're still writing for Aboriginal communities. We're still fighting for women and men of color. What's the, what's the ideal world that you would want them to grow up in? And what are you doing to help create that? Well, listen, I mean, it's, it, that's the thing is that uh, yeah. we are trying to create a world where uh, women are empowered and feel like they're empowered. And I think we've paved the way. You know, women can go out. They can work. They can, they can be who they want to be. Yes, we still have a lot of a lot to do, yeah. but certainly um, I, we do live in a world that uh, women can be whoever they want to be. Um, the problem is that, you know, cat calls on the street are, are now not just on the street. They are in so, on social media. They're on Facebook. People are, the, like sex, the sexism and the misogyny, misogyny is all, it is so rampant on social media mm -hmm. that that is really where we have to take control because that is now the new norm. Mm -hmm. And for these girls to live in a place where things are judged, uh, every picture is judged, every... 
outfits, outfit is judged, everything they do is judged in a different way now and in such an instant way. That's a very different, that's a very different world. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to see a lot of, um, a lot of changes in the way that we use social media. Yeah. Because that's a real, that's a real big, that's a real big problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being a woman is such a challenge these days, especially with so many different factors. But there's, a, there's something to be said about a support system too. Of course. And when I see the photos of you and your family, I know that there's so much genuine love and that there's a support system that's put in place. It's never yes. just posed for the camera, you know? Mm -hmm. There's so much genuine we, love. We have a loving family. Yeah. That is. And so talk to me about how that family supports you and continues to feel your purpose. Um... You know, I think with behind every strong man is a strong woman. It's the same thing. Be behind every strong woman is a strong man. Yes. Um, and my husband is one of the most incredible, incredible. He's supportive. He allows me to be me. He mm -hmm. allows me to do what I want to do. He sets absolutely no expectations as to what my job is at the, in the family world, you know, at home. Mm -hmm. He... He's never told me this is, you know, this is what you need to do and this is what I need to do. We just do what we want to do and we make it work. And I think that that's really important in a, in a relationship in this day and age is that there are no specific roles or gender roles at home that we can do yes. whatever we want and we meet and we figure it out. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how we live our life. And so far it's worked. Yeah. We mess up a lot yeah. and we fight. <laughs> We mess up, fill up, we fight, but it's, but it's good. We learn and we are, we are, we are each other's supporters. We are like, I'm his cheerleader. He's mine. And we are in it together, which is great. Of course. Yeah. And you know, my last question to you is, um, what would you want to say to those young girls that are trying to make it in this world right now with, with all that bullying, with all that misogyny, with all that, with all that sexism? What would I say? What would you say to them to kind of give them that glimmer of hope? I say you just find a goal and you just go for it. Yeah. Ignore it. No matter who you are, you are going to be judged, and you have to deal with judgment uh, in a in a way that in, in a way uh, that you just don't care. If you want to do something, you just do it. You go for it. Nothing can stand in your way. If you're passionate about something, you can make it happen. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much.